This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. It's the holiday season, and it's just more time for me to watch TV. So I have already um, two episodes in now to a TV show called The Big Sky. Now, I came in because of Lagatha. I'm like, I've been oh. following her everywhere. <laughs> and then, and then um, this baseball player, there was a whole series about a baseball player, woman pitcher. She's on there too. Let me welcome the star of Big Sky on ABC, mm-hmm. Catherine Winnick, Queen Lagatha. Hi, Karen. Oh, <laughs> All right, Hi. okay. Um, That's a good t- intro. I like that. That's all nice. Thank you. You don't even understand. All right. So History Channel is not known for its, uh, well, it is now. But when Vikings came to History Channel, I was like, okay, what is this? What is this? <laughs> so I was in, you know, I love history pieces and, you know, I'm following the Vikings. And Queen Lagatha showed her ass. And I was like, all right, all right, women leading. <laughs> needed, needed you to lead. Um, what was that role before we get to Big Sky? Because that was an amazing role. I was so pissed off how she left. Spoiler alert, how she ended up getting killed pissed me off. Please tell me, how'd you get that? Wow, there's so much to say. It was originally, I actually ended up auditioning in my living room, the, how I got that role. And um, in my actually trying to at home and they wanted very Viking like, and it was a history channel's first scripted series. And um, I, I ended up Skyping with the show creator, Michael Hurst. And from that Skype call, they hired me. And four days later, I was on a flight next to Ireland. It's ready to start shooting um, episode one. Originally, I was supposed to do just a few years, a couple years, but now seven years later, six seasons later, uh, my character is probably the only one that lasted as long as they, as anybody else or as long as anybody. Um, and what a role to get a chance. To, most people, their whole careers are looking for that one role that can help define who they are or, or help kind of be monumental in terms of their career. And Lagatha has definitely been that for me. She's such a formidable force and yeah. such an interesting character and based on a true story, so which was one of the most inspiring um, things that I learned about her is that this woman actually existed. She was a shield maiden and a queen and a mother and a wife and a grandmother. So it was amazing. To to see, you know, we're we're heading into America having a the first ever woman vice president, but you look at through mm-hmm. history, you know, the Vikings didn't have uh, you know, they weren't chivalrous in that way. If you could fight, you could fight. It didn't matter whether you had mammaries, mammary glands and ovaries, you you were gonna be out there mm-hmm. on the field fighting for your country, fighting for your your community. And that's the way it should be. That that was what was really inspiring. A hundred percent doesn't matter who you are. If you can pick up a sword, you're on that battleground. And that's what's great about it is that the um the women were celebrated, that they the, the rights were really interesting. They were legally allowed to divorce their husbands at that time. They were they held the keys of the household. Um they were definitely very much empowered at that time period. I think in history, we have regressed and have gone back. But I think right now, um, times are changing. We need more women content. We're seeing more female directors. We're seeing now a, a female vice president. So I feel that we're moving on the right direction, even though we have still have such a long way to go. 
Okay, so uh, I I spoiled it for everyone. Lagatha gets killed. Um, yeah, I think everybody kind of knows that now. I, I turned into a granny. It is Vikings, and it is the History Channel, so you got to go at some point. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, y'all y'all had that Game of Thrones thing where you were just killing off the stars. I was like, really, y'all y'all gonna kill the actual <laughs> star lead? Okay, y'all got the Game of Thrones little thing happening. So I'm glad that she did survive as long as she did. Now you're Big Sky. Um, were you still working on Vikings when you got uh, the call for this? Or No, the very last thing I did for Vikings was actually directed for them. So uh, on the, uh, right after Lagertha left the season, um, the series, I directed the next one, 608, which I, it, was, it was such a great goodbye also to, to work with your co-stars who are your close friends at that point and getting a chance to tell the story from a different lens and get behind the camera. And, um, and then, so Big Sky is my next series after. It, it did happen quickly because I wasn't necessarily ready to go into another series right away. But when David E. Kelly calls you, <laughs> you, you, you have to pay attention just because it's David E. Kelly. Okay. Um, I only came into this series to watch it for you. Oh, there was. You. Yes, there was uh, a series that got canceled way too soon featuring a woman, a black woman, the first woman pitcher. Uh, and it was an amazing series starring your co-star. So I was like, OK, I can sit for this. And then Ryan, Ryan Philippi also. So I was like, all right, I like the cast. I like the cast. And yeah. then the first episode, I'm like, uh, what the hell is going on? OK. Mm. <laughs> Are they going to do a kind of this is us with Ryan Philippi? Uh, I don't want to give away too much, but I'm like, how is he starring in this? Because something happened. I know. It's a really interesting marketing tactic that they took. I think it's definitely refreshing in the sense where you haven't seen it before, obviously, without giving too much away. Uh, uh, you can see with all the posters that there's some, very much the three of us that are kind of the center point of of, of selling the show and even though that there's a big twist in the end you still see the tension between us in the future episodes without giving too much away mm -hmm. um but what i what to to second what you said working with kylie who is total opposite than than jenny my character and as Catherine as well that there's they, these two strong women are completely independent in their own way and also very, very formidable and opinionated and gutsy being Montana women. Uh, but they both have to set that all aside and work towards their common goal and try to find these missing teenagers, missing girls. And that the, these, you, you'll see that there's a mutual love and respect that gets developed, if not already there in terms of their history, um, that, unfolds as the series goes on. So that's really the heart of it is these two strong women that are looking to solve these cases. We're talking with Catherine Winnick, uh, star of Big Sky, ABC Tuesday nights. Um, as, as I'm watching you and Kylie Bunbury, first of all, in the first episode, y'all are beating each other's ass and you both end up in the <laughs> hospital over a man. So that pissed me off a little bit. I'm like, y'all gonna fight over this dude? But I mean, it, 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 you with him? And it, just, it was, well, y'all gotta watch it. Y'all gotta watch it. But you, you, 
team, right? So the tension is there clearly because somebody overstepped or stepped over a, a line that you should never cross. And, you know, there's a code, right? Women should have a code. You don't sleep with you. You don't, you shouldn't do that. I just. You shouldn't sleep with someone else's husband. That's probably a no, no. <laughs> so the, the ass whooping was, was, was warranted. But I'm imagining because of what happens in episode one, that you guys will have to work together. Yeah, I what feel I, I felt the same way for you in, in terms of seeing that scene. But what, what was also interesting about that scene is it says a lot about these girls. These are girls that aren't afraid to get down and dirty and be on the floor in on a dirty Montana bar and get their ass whooped and do some whooping as well. So that kind of told the story initially on the pilot of who these girls are. Um, but you will see the series goes on. It's really about these two girls. There's these two women that are trying to come together and, and find these missing teenagers and find what happens and with the twist without giving too much away, but. All right. So you finished, have you finished? Um, how are you coveting before we uh, get it? We are, you know, truth of the matter is we're still, sh we're shooting. We're, we're three weeks from our last episode. You're going to like in three weeks, we're shooting what we're shooting now. So you, we are, our post time is so quick. Um, basically we just pretty much finished episode two, maybe three, four weeks ago and it's hitting your airways. So we're wow. trying to crank it out there to get new fresh television for you out there. But with that comes a lot of pressure in the sense where you can't make mistakes. You can't be delayed. We can't have any COVID tests. We can't get any reshoots. We can't really do ADR if, or there's, there's sound posh, um, issues, but we are working really hard. It's one of the fastest turnaround in terms of shooting to air date that I've ever seen. Um, but we are now about to start episode seven. Um, so it's, it's a lot and we're just finishing six. So it's, it's definitely really quick. Um, I, I don't want to give away anything for myself because I enjoy, I enjoy finding. <laughs> All right. So the two main uh, characters, the two women are both also natively in real life from Canada. Did you? Yes. All right, so y'all do have a lot in common in real life. We uh, do. And Kylie is so great to work with. She's just such a bright, fresh energy. And we're both athletes. And, and she's also an athlete as a person. She believes in uh, strong family values. And she's just, as the Irish would say, good crack, which means a good fun time. Um, getting used to the whole Ireland thing was still in my head after six years. But um, she's great to work with. I, I read somewhere that you didn't learn to speak English until you were eight. You, you're native, you're, you're Ukrainian. Yeah, no, I was born in Canada. That's a misprint. Uh, I, I am born in Toronto, and uh, but my parents are Ukrainian, Canadian Ukrainian. We speak English at home, but I also speak Ukrainian. So it was a part of my upbringing. There's a strong Ukrainian Wait, community. Pause, pause, Catherine Winnick. What, what did you just say? I just wanted <laughs> I just said I, I can speak Ukrainian. I do know how to speak Ukrainian. Okay. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's part of my upbringing, and I take a lot of pride of, of having that heritage, especially now more than ever of now living in the States and, and in Canada. I think it's important to embrace your, your background and your ethnicity. Um, and I'm not, I'm proud to say that I'm first generation Canadian and come from an immigrant family. I think that there's a lot of um, pride in that, especially how far I've come and the opportunities and sacrifices my family um, had to get through to get me here. So, 
So, you know, as many immigrant families, they come uh, into wherever, Canada, United States, with these dreams that their children are going to become doctors and lawyers and very successful because that's what you come to these places to to do. So when you came home and told your parents, or did you, that you were going to be an actor? <laughs> um, they knew that I've always had that aspirations I remember like we would have these big Ukrainian Christmas parties think about big fat Greek weddings that's kind of our family the big you know Ukrainian family um and we would have these gosh we would have carolers all outside we would have you know over 100 people at our house over Christmas and I would I would come up with little plays or little dances and I would charge my my family members you know a couple bucks to come watch me sing and dance which was probably not the best thing to do at you know eight years old um poor them had to donate uh but I definitely have always wanted to be an extrovert and entertain even though I still consider myself a pretty shy person in general uh and then so in in terms of acting I I was running martial arts schools at that time I was getting a degree in kinesiology at York University and I started doing martial arts at the age of seven and I got my first black belt at 13, I was running mar- three martial arts schools at the time in Toronto. So I very much thought that I was, that was going to be my focus through the martial arts and self-defense. Um, but, you know, acting has definitely taken a, a, a different turn and I moved to New York and I, and I studied acting. When did you get your big break? And we're talking with Catherine Winnick, star of Big Sky. Your big I don't break. think it was really one break. I, I really, if I look back on my career, it's a few little breaks. One of them was on an on a TV show called House, which I got the guest lead, and it was a heavily written um, episode for the guest, and that was pretty significant. And it was early on in my career where I, I think the studio ended up giving me a holding deal. They're like, "Oh, who's this girl? Let's create a show for her." And then there was a writing strike that happened. So each time that you get ahead, there was a couple steps back. Um, but I've been fortunate enough to really uh, be consistently working and working with great people. And you get to a certain point where you've developed enough confidence within yourself. You're like, okay, it's not a matter of just working, constantly working. Now it's about being smarter and choosing the right roles for you. For you, um, and surround yourself by people that are even stronger in different in different fields around you and that choice came or that really shift in my perspective came uh, I would say right before Vikings and I ended up firing my manager and my agent and hired a new team and and started taking this seriously just like somebody that would go to grad school really would take it seriously and treat their career as a business and and work extremely hard to try to get those opportunities and then sure enough Vikings came along. I'm, I'm intrigued with the martial art. Uh, do you still keep up with, with it? With the... As much as I possibly can. Right now we got shooting, you know, it was up today at four in the morning and uh, we, we shoot crazy hours, um, sometimes 14, 16 hours a day. So I try to do as much as I possibly can. But I have a strong uh, passion for empowering women. I think even though I have the martial art background, I think it's really important for women to have to learn self-defense and when I was on set of Vikings and I'm going to do that also for Big Sky except COVID kind of got in the way is to teach them the very basics that they need to defend themselves without knowing martial arts but knowing the 
key points and if how to, where to attack on a, on, a, on a body if you get choked or um, how to talk your way out of situations or key things to do so you are you feel empowered and you have that knowledge to be able to get out of any sticky situations. And I feel that every woman, especially this time and age, has to have that the very basics for self-defense. Give, give me one. Uh, somebody comes from behind. One thing that that will always work. Oh well, I think it's really being prepared. And um, you know, most people that get attacked have been watched before. So they, a, an attacker will pick you out if he's looking to attack somebody off a playground, say a high school. He can tell by a woman's gait and how she carries herself if she would be a victim or not. So it's important to keep that in mind and always, you know, keep your eyes open and 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 if you're walking, have keys in the middle of your hands or or use a, a magazine as a as as could be a baton if it's rolled up really tightly. Um, hairspray, always keep it or, or bear spray right now for when you're in Montana or in Vancouver, um, just or just to be able to distract and uh, to be able to get out. It's not really going to try to cause a fight, but really just to give yourself the window opportunity to, to leave as fast as you possibly can. Catherine Winnick, have, have you ever been in a situation where you were attacked before you learned martial arts? Did that lead? Oh gosh. Yeah. There's been a few different times. Unfortunately, I think every woman has, I think the statistic is it's at least one in every 50% of women have will be either sexually assaulted or attacked at some point. I think it's, it's one in four will be raped, which is insane. Um, I don't quote me on that, but I know it's extremely high. And as a young age, yeah, there's been times where I've been in sticky, sticky situations. Um, you know, one time I was at the at the bank um, coming home from after teaching Taekwondo, Taekwondo and teaching my students, uh, getting ready for them to get their test, which was the following day. And, and there was an instant teller and I was depositing some money in and the door was closing behind me. And as it was closing, somebody came, opened the door and came running towards me. I just turned and hit that person, one in the, in the growing, a second to the kidney, and just saw him drop. And the funny part of the story is actually there were my, my friend from high school that, that wanted to come up and give me a hug from the back. So never, ever, ever go behind somebody who's a third degree black belt in Taekwondo and a second degree in karate. So, um, but my, my sister ended up dating him after, and he was definitely afraid to come to, to the Winnicky household. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's a good, happy ending. Was there something that, le what led you to, you know, martial arts is not something that most girls pick up at, at a young age. No, no. And I think it's important just to have the basics for every woman. Um, it's, it's also, we're in, we're in a time where also, you know, in every field, there's such a different hierarchy, and especially males, you, you know, have the advantage and not only just pay structure, but also through power. We see that what happened with the Me Too movement, that so many women have come out and actually had their voices heard. And I think if we talk to everyone, including I'm sure yourself, Karen, that we've all been in sticky situations where we either had to get out of or, or felt that, that um, felt the power shift and I would lie to you if I didn't stay here and say that I haven't been in those situations I definitely have many times especially as an actor um and as a young girl uh, but it's 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 if anything it, it's actually even 
empowered me more to, to say, okay, we need to do something to change this. And not only do you get the basics of learning self-defense, but also speak your mind. You don't speak your mind and, and, and be, don't be afraid to, to speak up in a room or say that you feel uncomfortable or, or get used to, to that, that strong voice that each and every single one of us and definitely each and every single woman and young girl has. And it's, it's important just to exercise that. I imagine you do um, playing the shield maiden uh, and then getting to direct. Did you ask to direct? I mean, have oh, you yeah. directed before? Um, but, you know, again, there's a boldness to your, your story, you know, to be a martial artist, to, to go to that level, to go into New York and become an actor, you know, up against so many odds, you know, against you. And then you, you land on this hit show, Vikings, which I'm sure you didn't know was going to be a hit, but it was a hit. Uh, and mm. then say, I want to direct. Who does that? I know. It's, it, you know, I, I've always wanted to direct since I was in high school. I started directing before I was an actress. And my, if you ask my mother if she was here today, she might be watching this later. She would say that it definitely was more of a director than an actor in a lot of ways, especially around my three other siblings at home. Um, but it was also realizing that I had this crazy opportunity of, at that time, I didn't realize it when I first started, but you could see the amount of fans that Vikings has, was taking its own life and having that traction it was having. It was one of those things that I remember in year four thinking, okay, well, I can get off the show now and look at different opportunities because that's what usually your team and agents tell you. Well, after four years, let's look for something else. Or do I try to explore this and still see if I can, you know, discover Lagartha more and do something else creatively and get that opportunity to direct? And that was the hardest thing in terms of convincing the studio and the showrunner and everyone I, I know that they, my male co-star had that opportunity years before I did, which was somewhat frustrating, but um, I, I can say that I'm the only one that directed as an actor that didn't work out with my co-star, but, um, and I was so blessed to have that opportunity. And I, I'm so proud because I'm, I'm, I want to share with you only just because I, uh, my co-star got nominated as the best actor uh, for Critics' Choice as I did, but um, he got nominated for the series or, or part of the things that I directed him. In. And I just take so much pride to see other people flourish. And um, so I know that it worked out in the end, but to all the girls out there that are actors or want to be directors, just, just go for it. Try to get, pick up that camera, um, get an opportunity. If you need to get, have more time, just try to convince somebody to believe in you and, uh, and I know for sure, if your heart's in it, it will prevail and you definitely will achieve what you want. Amen. All right. Jenny Hoyt, tell us why we, if no one's ever heard of Big Sky before, it's the first time they're hearing it. What will, tell me something that would make me tune in if I don't know anything about this Montana drama around this, you know, what, why would I tune in? This show is full of suspense. It's full of twists and turns. It's dark. It's odd. It's weird. And it's interesting. And the characters are so diverse and 
twisted in their own right and and that you can't help but sit on the edge of your seat every week and tune in week by week okay all right Catherine Winnick I I was already in big sky Tuesdays (laughs) ABC everyone should tune in how are you going to be celebrating the holidays away from your giant Ukrainian family I know that's what's really tricky here in Canada um, with the border restrictions now with the states uh, or coming back here to quarantine I'm not sure truthfully yet. I, I hope I get to go home. Um, I'm still waiting for uh, the clarification, but I know that they, we have to shoot, I think, uh, January 2nd, so there might not be much time to quarantine, but hopefully I get to go home, and we usually every year have our big lobster feast, and we fly in lobster in, in a Ukrainian family, and um, and get a chance to celebrate with, with everyone. Favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Oh, mousse chocolate mousse cake gluten-free of course because i'm a gluten-free <laughs> girl <laughs> but yeah i i love it and gluten-free only because i'm celiac not because i count calories but i definitely i definitely definitely into the chocolate <laughs> all right listen it is a pleasure meeting you i wish second season third season fourth season residuals directing and all the things oscars and emmys everything that uh is coming for you Catherine winnick because you are you're you're a gem i appreciate you oh thanks karen this is such a pleasure thanks for having me on your show (laughs) happy holiday too uh Catherine winnick big sky abc tuesdays (laughs) this is karen hunter show we'll be right back